Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 53. Big 5-3, Wow. I'm here with my good friend, faithful servant of the faith, Sasso Mendez. Hey, what's going on, Ben? It's been a while. It has been a long while, bro. I think I forgot how to, to talk on here. I almost forgot how to do the intro. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. How long has it been? Two months? A month? Yes, I, I don't even know. It's been so long, I don't even remember. I, I, don't, really, I, I really don't I, know. I'll try to remember the last episode we talked about. Uh, I can look right here. August 30th is when Ooh. I posted that. So, what, are we, what were we talking about? What was, I don't remember <laughs> the topic. It was, uh, Behold, I am a new creature in Christ. Okay. Behold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That wasn't Heather, though. That, that was, was just us. It was Heather. It was Heather. It was part two. Heather part two. Okay. Okay. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. It's funny because uh, talking about this episode, uh, I clowned on Brian on that episode uh, about the Doritos and him sharing those bag of Doritos with me, remember? And oh, I said, "Oh yeah, maybe you touch your Savaco and I don't want no chips, you know? <laughs> and little did I know. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, he hadn't passed away at that point, but, uh, you know, it was, he was already in the hospital pretty much, but yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah. Yeah. Sad times. So. Wow. Wow. So yeah, it's a lot, lots happened, uh, since that since, time, since that time we've, yeah, two life, full months, right? Life has happened. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's been a, a loaded couple months, honestly. I know you've been busy, you know, with your dad and business and things like that. And you've been busy with work. Uh, and, yeah. The ever, you know, changing things and, um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Lots going on. I did. You know what? To switch it up a little bit. I did go to ballpark pizza yesterday. I don't know if I should say so, that. So how was it? Bro, it, was, it, was, it wasn't Graziano's. It was not Graziano's. No. Was Keith there? No, they said he had worked and left, so I got to text him and let him know. Uh, uh, Matt had the pizza. I didn't try the pizza. I just had the Philly because that's what I was interested in. Right, right. Yeah. It was nowhere near. Nowhere near Graziano's. No, not even close. Wow. Disappointing. Because it cost me like 17 bucks. Man. Could be bite inflation or I don't know what it was, but Bro. seventeen bucks. Okay, so let's let's talk about bite inflation for a minute. Sorry, I'm not trying to get political here, but but so we went to we went today uh, to to honor my brother. He uh, he passed away in, in in September, and today they did a memorial. But so the uh, the memorial was in Yuma, and we passed through Gila Bend. So we're we're cruising through Gila Bend, and uh, I hadn't eaten since the, the day before or yesterday. Uh, since lunch and so I was kind of getting hungry okay yeah I was doing a little fasting and um, so Diane and I were both hungry and we're rolling through Gila Bend and we're like you know there's McDonald's there why not we don't do McDonald's all the time but you know their breakfast sandwiches aren't too bad and so we we pulled up and I ordered I, I ordered a sausage McMuffin with egg she ordered a bacon egg and cheese McGriddle just guess how much those two sandwiches just the sandwiches no drink no hash brown cost I'm gonna go high here $8.99 uh try higher Try double that. In Gila Bend? In Gila Bend. It was wow. over $16. For two breakfast sandwiches? Just two breakfast sandwiches, bro. I, 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 even Diane was like, I, I didn't order the meal. I'm like, I didn't either. Wow. Her, her sandwich was over $7. Mine was five ninety nine. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was pretty... That's, that's inflation. Yeah, we're not supposed to be like the dollar value menu. And that's what I that's what we were thinking. Like, since when did that happen? Because I think somewhere here in Phoenix, you can get like two, two for three bucks, right? Or I think it's two for five now or something. Wow, like that. I know. But even then, two wow. for five, bro. That's two for five. You that, remember when it was two for two? It was two for seventeen today. Wow, <laughs> that's Dang. crazy. Because there's a great Italian place that he'll have been really, really good. I saw Top it. Top notch. I saw it. What, what is it called? Do you remember the name? I don't remember. I did see it. I did see it. They Italian said a president ate there or uh, Prince Harry, something like that. Eat, okay. but it's really good. Well, yeah. So uh, we are going to skip Hila Bend next time. We are if not. If you do go to that restaurant, bro, that's good. We, we yeah, I'm afraid to see what the prices are. My bro. dad dropped the pizza on the floor there, you know, <laughs> but we still ate it. You know? <laughs> oh, he was trying to cut it, and it just slid off. You know, it's greasy, and, and he still ate it. Yeah. Oh, we still. Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I think we lost like a pizza, like a piece. You know, we're like, nah, let's, let's eat it because it, it, I mean, it was really good. But the Italian food was fantastic there. Really, I think it took my mom out there to. He drove all the way out there to take her to that restaurant. Oh wow! But it's really—I I mean, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a—it's an interesting little town. They have that little flying saucer, um, like hotel or yeah, whatever. It's, very strange. it's yeah. like right there, that Italian restaurant. You probably saw it. Yeah, it's right. probably the only one on the strip. Well, there was yeah, it, it was they were advertising pizza, so they they had a pizza sign out there. I think that's probably the Italian. It's place. like a restaurant. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it on yeah. the right hand right side. Yep. yep, yep, that was it. 
That's crazy, McDonald's. I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. And uh, let's keep it that way. Well, we, we will not be going to McDonald's in Gila Bend anymore. Because Waterbury is like 14 bucks. Yeah, for for a, a full meal though, you know yeah, what I mean. True. And, and it's a big it's a big hamburger and you know fries and yeah. a drink. <laughs> I had a free water burger. So it was like seven bucks last week, which was really good. Nice. Those are the prices I remember. <laughs> but nah, none no more. <laughs> but so ballpark seventeen bucks, uh, ten inch uh, Philly cheese. But I don't think it was ten inches because you know the rulers nowadays they, they jip you. Oh, yeah. That's what kind of was. It was like an eight and a half. But it, I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, it was okay. They didn't do a bomber style. No, the oh, cheese wasn't fully melted. I mean, it, it was just a lot to be desired. Very average or less? Yeah. Pretty, hey, less yeah. than average. And maybe because I had Graziano's in my mind of... You were expecting that. Man, it wasn't. I mean, it was Graz. That's what, it wasn't even the Anos. You know what I mean? It was pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, but I mean, I would give it a try again, but, uh, you know. How did the pizza look? I mean, I know you didn't eat it. But. It looked good. Um, Matt enjoyed it, but he's okay. skinny, so I don't know that I trust him entirely, but... Uh, <laughs> He's pretty fit guy, so I don't know, but yeah. he likes it. But okay, but a drink and a Philly was seventeen something. I was like, wow, wow, insane. That's why for B Dubs I can tip, get the meal, drink for seventeen. That's why it's like, yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah. yeah, fries crispy. They, I mean, I go in there and they brought me two teas already, and uh, I gave Pastor George one, but she's like, I'm gonna start, you know, my brother, I'm gonna start you off with two teas, my brother. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. So she's awesome, man. She's, this, this, she's, this your daughter right here? You better disrespect your dad. He's he, he's he's nice here. He's kind to me. Yeah. Respect your dad. <laughs> oh, you took Kate too? Yeah. Oh, I took her nice. like a couple weeks ago, and she was she was working a night shift. Okay. Oh and wow. So she, she was working a night, night shift. Wow. Yeah. She they, they had to call me in because people are struggling out here. We <laughs> needed to close her. <laughs> she's all talking crazy. She's hilarious, man. She's good service though, man. She oh, yeah, she she's provides good. excellent service. She's good. Yeah. She's good. For the most part, most of them are, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. one or two stragglers, but yeah, I think they're pretty decent. Yeah, she does really well. For what they give you. I feel bad giving her three. Maybe Christmas I'll give her a 10 or 20 spot. Yeah, give her a 20. That'd be good. Just, uh, I remember the one time they didn't charge me, and I always went back in and gave her five. Because, yeah, yeah. And, and tip. Um, then also we went to Matt's, which I thought was good. Did you like Matt's? Matt's was delicious, man. So that, uh, that uh, cheese omelet you got with chorizo and bacon, you gave me a bite of that, man. That was... Uh, that's pretty bomb, bro. That was good. good. That was good. It's going to be my steak. Well, I always yeah. ask chorizo or bacon, and then like, why don't I just get both? Yeah. Well, the hog and chick, I wanted to get the uh, the big uh, off the bone ham, and that was good. That was excellent. It filled you up because you couldn't even, because the fasting, you don't get as hungry, right? right. And you feel full yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, then you're drinking a lot. Like, I'm drinking a lot of water, and you know, throughout the day. So you're full on that, too. Um, but I tried the uh, the pancake there, too. I got a little bite of Rebecca's uh, pancake and... That oh, at the uh, mats. At the mats, yeah, that was that was. Good. Remember last year they hooked us up with a free pancake, and oh, I was trying to be cool. That's you know? right. I had like a taste. Right. That's it. Yeah, because I eat I ate ham and then eggs. I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no toast or anything. I was being really good. But then they gave you the free pancake. I think I had a bite or so, and I gave you, gave you the rest. Yeah, you had a way out, bro. <laughs> I did have a way out. I didn't, I didn't take it. I took a little bit. I took a little bit, but I did have a way out. Yeah, but they tempted me like Satan. You know what I mean? You yeah, right in my face. Yeah, yeah. But Matt's is good, man. I, I definitely like it. They got the uh, Vermont syrup there. I guess that's what they serve, right? And uh, that's pretty good, too, because I'm kind of a, a syrup snob, bro. I have to get you some more from that place. Vermont is where I got it, too. So I got to be honest. That's, that syrup was amazing. I mean, it, it was uh, cinnamon, cinnamon mul- you like maple the, syrup. Do you like that better than the regular? You know, I, I think I do. I, it was good, bro. Because he said really with French toast, it's probably phenomenal is what he said. And I didn't get to try it with French toast. I had it with waffles, and I had it with pancakes. Where'd you have it? Yeah, you made waffles here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the Belgian, Belgian fluffy. Belgian, yeah. yeah. Belgian. I don't like the like Lolo's. I don't. Those aren't my favorite. I like the thick. It's the it's airy. Thicker. Yeah, yeah. Those. My dad used to make those waffles from like Lolo's. He used to make it. And then I like it because they got the big uh, the big holes in it. So you put the butter, and I put. I, I make sure Ooh. every little has a has butter. Every little square. <laughs> every little square has Ooh. butter, bro. Okay. Yes, yes. And then, we, and then we it. and then we heat up the, the syrup. Oh, bro. It's amazing. Not to yeah. get you some for Christmas, a big vat of it. That is, uh, it, it's good. I, I was looking at, um, I think they have a Facebook page. I can't remember the name of the, the place, but um, their, their prices are pretty reasonable. Yeah. I was, it's I the was shipping sur- that gets you, I right? was surprised. Yeah, it's the shipping. I was surprised at the prices. I was like, wow, that's pretty reasonable for service. It's a, and it's a farm. It's out in the middle of nowhere. I just pulled off and there's this dude and he's all, Boracho came off and 
Sir hooked me up, but he was just, he had like a little barn. Yeah. And at the moonshine in the back? Probably, bro. He was hitting it. Uh, very friendly. Very, very, very friendly. And uh, he showed me all the syrups. And I, got, I think I got Rebecca a charcuterie board or something there. Oh, wow. And then I got my mother-in-law and then you and then myself, of course. Oh, man. But yeah. I still have a lot because I don't, I mean, I typically don't eat a lot of pancakes, you know, maybe once a quarter, once every other month, something like that. I, I did only because you got it, but uh, yeah, I've been... I've been doing the fasting so on on Sunday, and if I eat in the morning, I try to do eggs. I, I try not to. I try to stay away from like a protein pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. protein's good. But you could do it for lunch or something like that. Yeah, but we got. I got. I got to put that guy's name. We'll put him on. We'll put on the show if you want. Oh, uh, Vermont put, syrup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could put it on because he's uh, good on it's, the taco. Support a mom and pop. Five. It's yeah, a five star, bro. For me, that that cinnamon stir. Oh my goodness, it was uh, that was heaven. Dude. I was deep in Vermont too, mm. just a farm. Like you got it from the trees. Well, it's it's amazing. They put the little tap in the tree, and the syrup just comes out. That just that blows my mind, bro. Yeah, God's provision right there. Puro natural, <laughs> organic. <laughs> you know, Puro Tom, no uh, no gluten, non GMO. Yeah, non GMO. <laughs> Tom's all about that life. Yep, yep, yep. So. Well, should we get it? We should, should before people turn us off. Yeah, I we know, should get into content here. I'm trying to stay under the 10 minute mark. I don't sorry, know. Guys, I don't know sorry. if we. I don't know if we quite made it. Well, with the intro music and all of that, I don't know if we made it. <laughs> we'll, be cl- we'll be close. <laughs> but anyway, before we get into the content, I uh, just want to encourage you guys visit us on uh, on our website abundantlife.fm. You can check us out on our YouTube channel where we'll post this video once uh, once I get it edited and posted. Hello, Alan. Uh, and uh, oh, uh, just uh, a side note. So Jeff has a, a YouTube channel now. Jeff Gracious? He does. Did they allow that? It's called, it's called Casting and Praying. Really? Bro, you got to check out some of his shorts. They're, they're pretty funny, bro. He's a natural on YouTube, bro. It's pretty funny. Okay, I'll have so to check sh- it out. Yeah, the shorts, are they're, they're funny, man. Hopefully um, he's wearing shorts. I mean, <laughs> good night. <laughs> Woo. Jeff's pretty crazy sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, so shout out to Jeff. Subscribe to Jeff's uh, channel. It's called uh, Casting and Praying. And so anyway, check us out at AbundantLife.fm. And um, today we're going to be talking... Um, we've kind of have a, a sort of a story to tell. Um, it's, it's a good friend of ours who passed away. I'm going to let Sasso, Sasso tell the story. Sasso is also going to get into the uh, key verse and uh, we'll jump into some content here. Are you ready? Yep. All right. We're going to go to first Corinthians 10, 13 and uh, there had no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that, which you're able but with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Amen. And so, so, uh, recently, um, what is it now? A couple months now? Yeah. August the 29th. Yeah. So, um, and I'll let you tell it, our our good friend, Brian, um, passed away, but, um, Sasso kind of has a testimony about Brian. Yeah. So, uh, Brian came to freedom at last. I don't I don't even know, man, maybe 2018, uh, 2019. I want to say before COVID, and um, he he was with the guys at McDonald's. So the guys Bible study. He walked into McDonald's, saw them with the Bible open. It intrigued him. Is that is that Carl? What is that, was that Carl? Yeah, it was with Carl, time? correct? Yep. Carl, Carl oh, was good. leading that okay, okay. Uh, Bible study. Yeah. So he saw those guys, and it intrigued him. He had just got out of God Will Provide, which is a, a great organization that Ben yeah. sat with the guy on the plane on the way home from um, Colorado. Yeah, he knew he knew one of the the guys that run it or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was associated with God Provider. He knew about it. Right, he knew about it. Yeah. Um, and so Brian was there. He got he was struggled with drugs, uh, drug addiction, and he got help. And I believe that's where he got saved. Was God will provide. Yeah. And yeah. he was trying to do right. So he came out, saw these guys at McDonald's, saw them with the Bible. Of course, everyone as soon as they see somebody with any kind of problem, uh, they said, "Hey, go to Freedom the Last, right? <laughs> hey, go talk to Sasa," uh, which is fine, but it's just funny, right? I, I'm I'm not a one trick pony, but that's okay. And uh, so they invited him to Freedom at Last, and he came, and um, he kind of just, I don't even remember how he just started to come more frequently, and um, he fell back into drugs, right? But he still came to Freedom at Last, and um, what was crazy about Brian is that, uh, you know, just so we saw Nefarious, right, and we saw the man demon-possessed, and you could see the struggle in his face, and Brian didn't have demon possession, but you could see the struggle between the flesh flesh and the spirit, spirit, right? And uh, he would break down sometimes and cry, and sometimes he wouldn't say anything. Uh, Sometimes he wouldn't want to pray, and sometimes he was broken. Yeah. And um, so he came to Freedom at Last pretty frequently, and he just became, I don't know, for all intents and purposes, just kind of a good friend, right? He would, you know, hey, can I come over? 
I, I broke my phone again or I threw it away because I tried to get rid of my dealer's number and I got rid of it, but I bought a new one or, hey, I lost my license or any type of thing that, like, I, like he thought I knew everything. And I was like, I have no idea. What to, I mean, why are you asking me? Um, and he came to our house for Thanksgiving, Christmas, never on time, right? <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving, he'd show up at, sometimes he showed up on time. Yeah. And um, I remember last year he went to Larry's house, so he didn't show up till, but he still came to, his, uh, as he would say, smash on some pies and uh, some Thanksgiving <laughs> leftovers. Um, but more than that, I think just God brought allowed Brian in our lives, you know, you, you as well. And, um, I just saw somebody that had a desire to live for God and just struggled with addiction, just struggled yeah, with yeah. making the right choices. And if I looked at his prayer request, as I go back and look at it, it just says, help me to do what's right. Help me to have, to be a man, to, to stand up, to make right decisions, to, you know, live for God and, um, these were his requests, right? And I feel like sometimes as soon as he left, freedom that last, he totally forgot. Um, and other times he didn't. Like he would text me and just say different things, how God was working in his life. And um, yeah. a crazy story, right? We we went to walk through Christmas. And last year we're going to have walk through Christmas. So inviting you guys, uh, all you listeners, to come to Northwest Valley for a walk through Christmas. What is it? No, December the 15th? I think so. Yeah, it's a Saturday in December 15th or 16th, one of those days. I have to charge George for this plug. Yeah, Pastor George, <laughs> you're getting uh, the Google ad here. Uh, and so last year I was I had to close, so I was going to be late. And I told Brian, can you fill the table? So Brian was freedom that last to open up That's Friday awesome. That's awesome. Um, last year. And he took it seriously. He was there on time. And he loved it. Mm. And then after that, he took us to, we went to Whataburger with yeah. him. Yeah, and he paid for and it. And he paid for us. Yeah. And they're like, somebody said, there's no fee. I'm like, since when? <laughs> we decided about Bidenomics, right? Like, <laughs> since when is there no fee for, you know, is this government subsidized oh, Whataburger now? Yeah. yeah. And Brian had paid for that. And uh, in true Brian fashion, he forgot to get his change. And then he came back and got it. And then he ate with us for, what, five, 10 minutes? And he left. Uh, yeah. He didn't Soup, even say bye. He didn't even say bye. <laughs> And that was kind of Brian. I'd give him a hard time about not saying goodbye. Freedom the last. He'd just get up sometimes and he'd be done. He'd just go. And um, as soon, so I'll kind of give you the, the the story of how, what I know happened. Then we can kind of interject stories about Brian throughout the episode here. But we hadn't seen him. And so, you know, Ben said, hey, what? So Ben went to go see him at his house. And uh, I think at that point he had already passed away, which we didn't know. We yeah. just didn't see him. And right, I, he right. wasn't responding to my text. And they said, no, Brian, no, Brian. Didn't know right. if there was a language barrier or what. what, what, what we just, he just said, no, Brian, no, Brian. Yeah, I don't know if that was his roommate or I, I have no idea who that guy was. I just knocked on the door. He answered, said, no, Brian, no, Brian. I tried to press him a little bit more and he just didn't want to have it. So I don't know who he thought I was. I don't know if he thought I was like. The fuzz or some cops. Right. Or yeah, some kind of investigator. Or maybe he thought I was a dealer or some thug or I, I don't know. I mean, um, but he, he didn't, he wasn't too forthcoming with information. So I just left. And so, and then Ben told us, told me that. And so we just didn't know. So, um, on the way to the trip to Vermont, right. To get the syrup, not to get the syrup, but Braden got <laughs> married. Congrats, Braden. And, um, so my mother-in-law was like, you know, look them up. There's death certificates. I'm like, I don't think so. And that wasn't true. So she's like, yeah, that, so they don't give out their certificates, but they do have a coroner's report. Yeah. So I Googled that and boom, his name hit and my heart sank. I was like, Oh no. Um, and I don't know any too many Brian David McFadden's. Um, and unfortunately, it was because of his addiction that he passed away. And um, so we decided, hey, what do we, how do we honor Brian? Like, I don't, I don't really know his family. I don't know. Only person I knew was Jeff, that came to Freedom That Last was his him. friend from Ace. Yeah, yeah. And a lady yeah. Um, yeah. that he was mad at, but he still hung out with, whatever. Um, and so we did a memorial service for him at Freedom That Last. And I mean, we had a lot of people. What do we say? 40 people? 40, I, 50 people? Yeah. I, I mean, my jaw dropped that night because people just kept coming in. I had, And we had no clue who these people were, how, who invited them, how they found out. I mean, we had pretty much no access to anybody of his friends because I, I, we didn't know how to get a hold of Jeff. I mean, we wanted to, but we just had no way of, of, of calling them or, or knowing who, how to get a hold of them. Well, that's what Jeff Grace said. Go get his friends. I'm like, from where? I don't, I or, don't know any or, of his friends. Or how. Yeah. yeah. Or how. I had no idea who his friends were. Yeah. And so Anita went to Fry's and let them know, which I did not know. Rebecca knew. And so the first lady came in like, hey, is this for Brian's service? And I'm like, oh, wow. I expected three or four people. And then people just started coming yeah. in like crazy. Yeah. 
And um, to, you know, to honor him and uh, Freedom That Last, we're going to do what we do at Freedom That Last. Then I didn't know what to do. Like, do we, we have to, we can't just. It's not a normal night at Freedom That Last. It's not a normal night. Yeah, so yeah. we decided, hey, let's roll the video out. Yeah. And then it gives me time to decide what, what in the world we're going to do. And then we decided, hey, let's just do testimonies for Brian. Because yeah. even the men from the Bible study came on Tuesday. Carl yeah. uh, with the Lord uh, obviously didn't come. Uh, but Brian really looked up to Carl. And uh, he's mentioned him several times. Um, yeah. And he, these people gave testimony of Brian. And um, yeah. several men gave testimony of the gospel. Yes. Then I gave a short gospel message. And this is the verse that I used, um, that God gives a way of escape. So when I found out Brian had died, this is the verse Rebecca gave me. Mm. She told me, like, God gives a way of escape. And we just don't often take it, right? But with yeah. every temptation... God gives a way of escape. escape. And this was just a beautiful verse that we may be able to bear it. And just dealing with addiction, just dealing with sin in my own life, um, over the times that I could have took a way out. And there's times that I did take a way out. And I look back and I'm thankful that I took that way out. Yeah, yeah. And there's many times when, many more times in the times I didn't, that I didn't, right? And that's where Brian was. Brian, God gave him freedom that lasts. God gave him his word. God gave him friends that cared for him, prayed for him. And Brian just chose not to, to take that way out, and it cost him his life. And uh, what I was touched by the people at Fry's, they were just, God will provide, too. Like, we had no idea that he had a place to go. Yeah. That he had other yeah. brothers that cared for him. Yeah. And the Fry's people that are, I, I, I would imagine, unsaved, said, we're glad that he had family, that he mm. somebody cared about him. Yeah. We didn't, we wondered, like, who, what did he do on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, who did Christmas? Because he didn't have anybody. Yeah. And so, I mean... This, this is how we came up with this podcast, just to kind of talk about Brian, to honor him, but also just to, as a warning, and I think death is a warning for all of us, right, that this life is short, um, it's precious, and God gives life, and um, don't let that temptation that you're struggling with lead to your demise, lead to your, you know, your, your shortcomings, because um, God does give a way of escape. And if Brian were to be able to sit here today on this podcast, I think he would agree yeah. that God gave him many opportunities. He gave him God will provide. He gave him freedom at last. He was even at our church, right? I used to say he looked like Rerun, if you know that show back in the <laughs> 70s or 80s, uh, with his suspenders and you know his, his white shirts. And I mean, there's so many crazy stories about Brian that uh, like he would forget to wash his clothes, so he'd throw it away and go buy a new Hanes, everything. And <laughs> He was just an interesting guy, and uh, I think I think it was like a shock to me. You know what I mean? It was hard to process grief with Brian. Um, I think part of it was because we just didn't know what happened to him, or or, or how he died, or how oh, it transpired, and so there was a lot of, of missing puzzle pieces. Which, fortunately, the, the the folks from Fry's were able to kind of fill in some of the blanks, um, and, and even. T- to this day, we still don't know every single facet of what of what transpired that day, but we kind of have an idea. Well, that's what was nice, right? They we gave him the side of Brian they didn't know, and they yeah. gave us the side of Brian that yeah. they knew, even from the time that he, yeah, because we texted he came on that Friday night on the August eighteenth, and then the next day he went into the hospital, and that's why I did. I mean, I heard from him that day. We were texting, and then. After the afternoon, I never heard from him again. Yeah, and so I used to text him the devotional, the blog that I write, and um, he used to respond sometimes. This time he didn't respond to anything, so that's when you went to go see him because we felt yeah. like something yeah. was wrong. Yeah, and then Fries is like, yeah, the day after feeding the last, he went into the hospital ICU, and then we don't know how he got there. And then they found out more information like a couple weeks ago, so they kind of pieced me in. Um, but I think God can use this in you know, in our lives and Fry's lives, right. To make a connection yeah. to hopefully lead them to Christ. Yes. Um, they're open to walk through Christmas. They said, we'd love to come back to the church. Mm-hmm. They heard us all with the gospel message and they stayed for 20, 30 minutes afterwards. Just, just to talk, just yeah. talking mm-hmm. and sharing stories. Yeah. And, um, and that's why I feel like I did a chapel message on Daniel and I did, I compared these two verses, right? I compared first Corinthians ten thirteen how, God gives a way of escape, right? And that's, we have a decision to make. Are we going to succumb to sin? Or are we going to live for Christ? And I use Daniel as a parallel 
that Daniel purposed in his heart, Daniel 1, he, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's meat. Mm. And the king's meat, I feel like, is this, like the world, right? The, the lure, the attractions, like 1 John 3, 15, where it tells us, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Um, you know, if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, I won't, I won't get into all that. Yeah. But just those verses that talk about the love of the world. Yeah. And um, I just feel like Brian's story is one that we can still use for God's glory. Because um, I really believe that Brian struggled. I don't, he was miserable in his sin, and which is yeah. a sign of a true believer. Right, right. Because there's, uh, he was broken. I mean, oftentimes he would come, like you said, and he would, um, he would he would cry he he and he knew that he what he was doing was basically hurting and killing himself um and he knew he knew that he needed to go into a rehab and to to fix his issue but he just he just couldn't he couldn't do it it's like it was just it, it, that particular besetting sin for him just had him in a grip and he couldn't he just couldn't get out of it we prayed for him he would cry he would um you could tell he was miserable i i i strongly believe he was um, absolutely miserable in his state, um, but I mean, yeah. There, you know, one of the one of the parts of the verse that I like um, is that uh, it, it says, "But God is faithful," um, and and I love that because because God is faithful and He's sovereign and He's all all wise, and we can we can trust Him and He does provide us uh, a, a way to escape. Or it says that you may be able to bear it. And so we. He he doesn't necessarily promise that he's going to take the temptation away, but he makes a way that we can we can bear it or escape. Um, <clears throat> and um, you know, I was reading some verses. Uh, Proverbs four fourteen through fifteen says, "Do not enter into the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away and turn away from it, and pass pass on." Uh, Romans thirteen fourteen says, "But put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for hmm. the flesh to gratify its desires." And then I was thinking about it too, and it's like you know, um, I was thinking of you know if there's other examples in the Bible like where you know there was a way of escape, and I thought of Joseph, you know, uh, Genesis thirty nine twelve, uh, when he he was tempted by Potiphar's wife, and it says she grabbed Joseph by his cloak and said, "Sleep with me," but leaving his cloak in her hand, he escaped and he ran outside. He ran from sin. He knew it, and and he said, he said, "How could I do this sin against my God, and and my and my master, you know, Potiphar." Um, and, and, and so he, he ran. So, it, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in these verses. First of all, don't, don't, don't put yourself in a place of temptation. But if temptation does come, run, avoid it, get away from it at all, whatever, whatever it takes to get away from it. Um, because there, there's really only two things that come from temptation. There's either, there's either um, uh, destruction or there's, or there's an opportunity. The, the destruction comes when you take that temptation on and it come, turns into sin when you when you succumb to sin the opportunity is that you can just trust god and 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 run from the sin or or, or escape it you know so you have you you have an option you have two options um just like we were talking about the the pancake i mean yeah you had an option right <laughs> uh yes please <laughs> but but yeah and and obviously that's that wasn't sin so to speak but but we do have options as as christians that's that's the whole that's the gospel that's that's why Jesus died for us. I mean, he died so that he could not just forgive us of our sins, but release the chains of sin, our bondage to sin and give us the power of the Holy spirit inside so that we can say no, so that we can escape and take that way out. Um, but, but yeah, for Brian, unfortunately, he, this one just had him in grips and he couldn't, he couldn't escape it. He, he just, he didn't take that way of escape, but he, I, I strongly believe, like you said, I, you know, he said he, he got, he got saved with um, God will provide and, and the, the, the brothers there and I, I, I do believe we'll see him one day. Amen. I, I look forward to that day and seeing him in his new body, right? It's, you know, seeing no temptation struggles and no, he was in physical pain too, I think, from his addiction. And because he'd been doing it for so long yeah. that um, he's in no more physical pain. Amen. And I just think of the, you know, when Jesus himself, right, he was tempted. I um, mean, he said Jesus was tempted in all ways as man, right? Well, yet without sin. without sin. And the devil tempted him too. And just like you and I, right? We go 24 hour, 24 hour fast and we're starving. He went 40 days, right? And um, he tempted him with bread or stones. The first bread. thing, the first thing, thing he attacked yeah. his weakness. Yeah. And what I think about Brian too is, is when I told the kids at chapel, I said, Brian told me that the door opened for him when he was in high school, when he was a teenager with drugs and things like that and people were offering him and that's when he opened that door 
And then Satan got other footholds in his life because of that. And um, so, I mean, we have any young listeners here. I know they just had a great week at chapel last week with the Jim Van Galdron team and just, you know, God working. And and we think, like, I can just do it because I'm young and then it'll go away. But... A lot of things of the addictions that I've had just carry come back from when I was a teenager or even an adolescence where Satan planted a seed in me yeah. and yeah. still continue to use that same bait uh, on me. Um, and that's what Brian said, too, that he, he allowed himself to be susceptible because he opened the door yeah. at a very young age. You know, he didn't yeah. resist the yeah. devil. Well, let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll continue the discussion. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. All right, and now we are back. And so continuing our, our, our discussion, you know, the, the, the greatest danger with, um, with temptation is always the flesh, right? Um, uh, because we want to do things, we want to do things our own way, you know, and a, and a fleshly response to temptation is always bad it's never good it's, it's always bad and why and why is that well if you really think about it it's because one of two things or, or maybe one in the same thing uh first of all we're selfish and we're stubborn we we want to please ourselves and and this is this is very toxic for a christian because um this is this is what leads to pride fear anger anxiety uh bitterness they all stem from from you know uh, selfishness and stubbornness and um and, and you cannot grow as a Christian either. This, this stunts your growth if you're selfish and stubborn because you're not teachable. You're not, um, you're not soft to the, uh, to the scriptures and, and obedient to God. Um, you want to do things your, your own way. Um, you know, Matthew 16, 26 says, for what, what is, will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his own soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? And it's like, we want to go our own way. We have all these, it's uh, Paul Washer talks about the trinkets of the world, you know, everything, you know, the, the world just entices us, you know, we, we see um, fortune and fame and we want to pursue those things. And, and what does it profit us if we, if we forfeit our soul? Um, we think of all that is in the world, right? Yeah. Of all the possessions that one could have, everything, Elon yeah. Musk, everybody. Yeah. And he said, it's not worth it. Well, and you see it, uh, you know, you see it in in in, um, in in the music industry. You see someone who's you know rich and famous, and then they commit suicide. You know, I think of uh, Kurt Cobain. Um, there's Heath Ledger, right? Yeah, there, and there's many more uh, that have committed suicide. I mean, they have it all. They have everything. You know, it's like it's like Jim Van Gelderen talked about. You have that God hole shaped in your heart, and you cannot fill it. No matter how much you fill it with. Um, whatever it is that you're filling it with drugs or uh, whatever, you can't feel that you can't have that peace. You can't have that joy. Only that can come from the Lord. Amen. And so, um, but I, I do believe Brian had it. He just, this, this one thing just had him. It's almost like the, uh, like Paul had the thorn in the flesh, but he prayed three times. God said, Hey, my grace is sufficient. And, but see, he had the way of escape and Paul took it. Paul took it. He said, okay, I trust you. I'm going to trust. Yeah. I'm going to trust your. And my grace. weakness is your strength. Yes, I'm going to trust your grace, and so he took the way of escape. And uh, who knows what that thorn was? I mean, there's all kind of speculation. Theologians uh, speculate that you know someone. Some people think it was uh, um, some sort of um, uh, character defect flaw or, or flaw or something. Big nose or something. Maybe, yeah. But um, uh, who knows what it was? Whatever it was, it bothered him enough that he he prayed about it. And he asked God to remove it, but he took the way of escape. He didn't let it. He didn't let it bring him down. Yeah, and, and I would say with Brian that I I remember that I always remember him for is uh, his big smile right when he was at Freedom That Last, and he would say, "I'm just happy to be with my brothers and sisters in Christ." And um, when you're a Christian, right, that's the desire you have is to be around other believers. And he had that. He, he you see some believers that don't want to be with other believers that you wonder is this person truly saved? Right, that's one of the manifestations of our. Yeah, uh, being born again is that we have a desire to be with God's people. Yeah, because it's they our spirit talks to you know what I mean. We 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 are, we're known of each other. 
Um, and I remember that. It's like his big smile and um, he very rarely came in with a frown or I never seen him really pout or get angry or anything like that. He may do his pain wince or ah, you know, one of those. Um, <laughs> but just he had the joy of the Lord as much as you can in sin, yeah. right? Because I yeah. think it was, and I remember the night when pastor came and he told him, Brian, you can be right with Christ tonight, yeah. right now. You yeah. don't have to wait for a period yeah. of time. Yeah. And I felt like Brian was always waiting for a period to make everything right. And that period for him never came. Yeah. And he knew he needed to go back to rehab and he would just say, nah, they tell me what to do. And he had, he said, I have a lot of pride excuses, yeah. excuses. Right. And, um, I said, but either way, either your drugs tell you what to do or they tell you what to do. One cares about you and one doesn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's the allure of the devil is he tells us these, you need to have this to be happy. Just like you said, the God hole, you know, the God filled hole in our hearts. And so we substitute things that Satan says is good and we realize it's not, it's not what we thought it was. You know, it's like the margarine back in the day. And they say, oh, it's so good for you. And they're like, dude, you're eating plastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? That stuff's nasty. Yeah. And yeah. now we're realizing, okay, maybe we should be back to eating butter. You yeah. Know? So it's maybe a little bit better for us. Love butter. <laughs> and I think that's the thing you, yeah, me too. That's the thing you come to at the end of your path of sin. When God opens your eyes to the truth, yeah. how you've been fooled this whole time, right? With the allure of sin, the temptation of sin. Yeah. And just like you said, right? Since the beginning of time, man has sought his own way yeah. Adam and Eve thought okay they're in per- per- perfection yeah and they still sought something more perfect than perfect yeah. and they realized the hard way that it only led to death right and that's mm-hmm. what sin ultimately for you and I if the rapture don't come looks like it may come in our lifetime but if not we're going to succumb to death which is is because of sin in our life yeah yeah no absolutely uh yeah I remember Brian was a charming guy. Like he, he, you know, he was he was funny. You know, he 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 loved people, and uh, like you said, he always came in with a big smile. The funny part is, he he, I think he would have been there uh, probably every time that the doors opened. As soon as the doors opened, but I think he forgot, and I think that was part of the the addiction. He would just forget things because sometimes he would just show up for the meal at the yeah. very end, like the blister. You know, yeah. show up when the work's done. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, Brian was a uh, he was a funny guy. He was he was a charming guy. He he. Uh, uh, he had a desire. He had a desire to reconnect with family. He had family in Colombia. Wanted to reconnect. He didn't know how to. Uh, he had no uh, no way of, of I guess finding them. Uh, I guess uh, unfortunately, and and his mother had passed away. I think what about five years ago or so, mm-hmm. something like that. Five years to the day almost. And I think you know he had a, a lot of regrets with that too because I think he you know he put her through a lot you know with his with his addictions and um, I know he had some uh, he had some issues because his dad wasn't around. Um, so there was a lot of, uh, you know, the, and even uh, Jim Van Gelderen talked about it this this past week uh, in his sermon about, you know, a lot of guys have, have dad issues, a lot of, you know, guys that deal with different types of sins and, and uh, they have they have dad issues or whatever. Daddy, dad wounds, I, I think is what he called it. Um, and I think it's true. I, I, you know, dads that are missing in, in, um, in kids' lives. I mean, we've seen Show Me the Father and we see the effects of that. Um, and, and what it can lead to, and, and um, worldly well, statistics that tell you things. Yeah, and, and yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're worldly statistics, secular statistics, if you will. But they're um, still telling they're, of they're, they're, crime, right? And, rape, kind of stuff. Yeah, and those are dad, dads that are just missing, and it's it's a. Uh, and you can't blame it all on that. Obviously, Brian had choices to make. He had he had an option to take the way out, the way of escape. Unfortunately, he he didn't for this for this particular instance, um, and it and it uh, it led to his death. Unfortunately. Um, but like you said, and I think this is this is the the positive of it is now we have an opportunity to share his story, um, and I think this is something he probably would have wanted us to do. Um, I, I love the fact that um, that, that his friends from Fries uh, ha- have kind of been in the front row seat to, to everything that's transpired as well, and now we have opportunity with them to share the gospel. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to walk the Christmas. In fact, uh, I'm not supposed to. I don't know if I'm supposed to, to spill the beans, but I had recommended to George to. Uh, to get a table for the exchange for people to sign up for Bible studies. I thought, yeah, oh, would, wow. I thought this would be a cool idea because like, it's kind of the whole point of Walk Through Christmas is to share the gospel. And I thought, what if we just asked people, hey, do you want to do a Bible study? And I wonder how many people would respond. Um, I, I don't know if, it, if it'll work or not, but I figured, hey, even if you get one sign up and you can work through it through the exchange and one person gets saved as a result of Walk Through Christmas, yeah, I'm, I'm it won't work if we don't do it. Right. Well, <laughs> and you know what's funny is I, um, I, I dug up some old... Um, some old sermons from uh, it was, I think it was when we had missions conference. I, I want to say, 
I think it was 2019. I think I looked at the dates and, and it was uh, a brother, Jim Tillotson from, from faith. And he preached on it. He said, what would you do for one soul to be saved? It was a, it was a sermon. And actually um, I haven't told you this yet. This is new. So you're finding out with YouTube as well. Uh, on our on our website, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna create a sermons page. I've already done it. It just I haven't put a link to it, and I'm gonna put some of our favorite sermons up there. So I know we have a lot of favorite sermons, but I did, that's one of the Doctor Tillotson, yeah, he's yeah, up there. There's there's a, I'm gonna put several Doctor Tillotsons, the, the Jim Van Gelder, and I have several of his sermons. I think wow. also, um, I have one that uh, I was reminded of the other day. Uh, I can't remember the preacher's name. You probably know it. You shared it with me uh, in the secret place. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh the, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and talking about when he said he wanted to fill the Father's face on him. Yes. 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 So that's so, a good one. Yeah, I, got I can't the, remember his name, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. So anyhow, uh, so he gets uh, real excited. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Well, there was a couple of them that you sent me. I think uh, I can't remember his name, there, but there was another guy, the the guy from the church in um, in California. Okay, Mike Ray. Doc, yeah, Pastor Mike Ray. They call me Soso. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's where I got stay in the fight from. But yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyhow, That's what he would say. I'm going to put a lot of our favorite sermons up on awesome. the website. Yeah, have a, I'll have a page for that. We'll have a link on the menu. I haven't put it up yet. But the, Merry Christmas. The page is there, it, and there's a couple sermons there. I just haven't put the link up. So, um, yeah, Merry Christmas. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, so cool stuff. I thought, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have just some just our the favorites. Place, our favorites, yeah. Just we have favorite restaurants, right? We should have some spiritual as a, as do we, a do we rate, podcast. Do we rate the sermons? Time tacos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How many tacos is this one? Oh, man. Um, I forget his name, though. I, I know what you're talking about, though. But that's a great message, too. He's wanted to fill the Father's face. Is it Mark something? or Yeah, Mark Johnson. or uh, Yeah, it's Mark. It's Mark uh, something. I'll have to look it up. But it's good. Yeah. So anyhow. Really good. Those would be up there. But, um, but yeah. No, Brian, I don't know. Do you have any other, other Brian memories? Um, I mean, I think there's so many uh, that I would say. But I just re- I would recall it's in him a devotional. He'd read it, and he'd get something out of it. And he'd want to discuss more. And he... Had a thirst for the for for the word, and um, I will say, like I talked to the ladies at Fry's, and they were able to find his car because that was kind of a mystery after he had right. passed. And uh, it's funny because he loved those popsicles, right from the from Fry's, <laughs> and they said in his car they found a um, a box of those popsicles melted because um, that's who Brian was. He was very forgetful. I mean, you would text him or I would text him like, "Hey, you coming tonight?" And he's, oh, I forget. And he'd show up sometimes. I'll be on my way. And then on my way, he lived a mile and a half away. On my way would be 45 minutes later. And then you would ask him, like, what happened? He said, oh, the flesh. Um, and he would just be honest about it. And that's the thing about Brian, too. He was very honest, yeah. uh, very humble about his sin. He didn't try yeah. to hide it. He didn't yeah. try to be someone he was not. He wanted help. He wanted to do what's right. He just did not do it. In fact, this is flat out. But he had a desire, right? He didn't. He didn't. And he was one of those old school guys. Like you, I think when I was growing up, you you wanted to be real. You wanted to be not fake, even though we all have something inside of it that we don't share, right? But you want to be you want to be a real person. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's Brian was a genuine, real person. Like Brian was who Brian. Like you saw Brian, and that's who, you got everything about Brian. Yeah. Uh, going back to his car, and uh, they said in the front seat of his car was his Bible. Yeah. And um, he said the car was chaotic. And I've seen Brian's car, and it's pretty. It was pretty chaotic. Yeah. And but he said his Bible was all alone, untouched there on the front seat, mm. and he had just kind of freed at last. And he'd bring his Bible, and he had some verses, and Jeff shared with him a verse that he really liked. And um, that's, I mean, that's what I'll remember about Brian is that he just had a desire, and he was able to find all kind of things on the internet, right? Things maybe that not appropriate to share here on this podcast. And I was like, Brian, if you can find all these things on the internet, how can you not find Bible verses? He's like, I don't know, but can you put the app on my phone? So we put the U version on his phone where yep. he'd get the Bible verse every yep. day. And he loved that. He loved he loved to get God's word. And um, he wasn't always faithful in reading it. Uh, he never passed the baby book. He passed the baby book, but never did any verses in his, in his Freedom That Last book. So, but I mean, that's okay. And I think the thing about Brian is that people love Brian for who Brian was. Um, that's I think the beauty of freedom that lasts is we love people where they're at, not where yeah. we want them to be. Yeah. And many people in church, they love you where they want you to be, but they don't love you where you're at, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's God loves us right where we're at. He loves us, and that's why we can. People say, "Well, I'm not. I got to get clean to come to Christ, right? I got to get in shape to go to the gym." And that's not the case. You got to you come to Christ as you are, yeah, and He'll right. change that's your right. life. That's right. And um, and I think it's just a beautiful contrast. We had Heather on their last podcast. 
on the contrast between Heather's life and Brian's life, right? Heather took the way of escape. Yeah. She's doing phenomenal. She's living for God. Growing like crazy. And uh, Brian heard that testimony. He was there. He yeah. heard those yeah. those words from Heather. Yeah. And he just he just chose not to. But I mean, as I look at these things, it just a reminder to me in Ephesians four twenty seven, uh, neither give place to the devil. Mm. Because once he gets a stronghold in our life, his main objective is to destroy, right? He is he he seeks to kill and destroy. And God comes for our whole podcast, right? That we may have abundant life. Amen. Amen. It's not abundant life and riches, right? That doesn't that's that's no, nothing. No. But it's that abundant rich life that we have in Jesus Christ, you know, as we walk with him and it's a joy and a peace that you can't find anywhere. Even like, in you know, like you're not I mean, there's things going on in your life right now, and there's peace, there's joy. It's sometimes hard to it's find, not, right? It's not. It's not always easy, bro. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I, I have no other hope, and, and I can't hope in anything else because any everything else is unstable. There's nothing that's solid. There's no solid rock that I can stand on other than Christ. If I try to trust in my government or my my bank account or my business or my retirement fund, which isn't all that much anyway, I I mean it's it's sinking sand. It's it's not. It's not, there's nothing stable. There's nothing worth hoping in in this world. And so my hope is in, in the Lord. And that's the only place I can get my peace. And there it's it's it, you know, I, I struggle and there's times where I, I have fear and anxiety and, and I've dealt with a lot of that this year. But I always go back to the word. I always come back to the Lord and the Lord gives me that peace. He always gives me that peace every time. Um and so I'm I'm very thankful to that. And and you know it's interesting. It, it's it seems like in these trials, it's it's when you grow closer to the Lord. It's when you your faith grows. Um because if your faith isn't tested, then how does it grow? How, how can you grow if you're not tested? You know, um, it's like, a, I don't know, someone once said, you know, and, and it's funny because here in Phoenix, we have these uh, Palo Verde trees and uh, they, they kind of fall over whenever they, we get a little windstorm. Um, and, and yet there's some trees that are, are rooted deep and they don't, they don't fall, but they, they get tested by the wind and that wind blows on them. And I think their roots even grow deeper and that way they're solid. And that's, that's just how it is with, with Christians. If you're, if you're, if your roots aren't deep in Christ, if you're not abiding in Christ and you're not going to have that peace, you don't have that rocks solid foundation. I had to take like a one credit class for, to graduate from ASU. And I took a community college lab of native Arizona plants. I thought it'd be easy. It was the hardest class I took in my whole undergraduate. <laughs> it's so hard, but it, you learn so much. And that's what he said. Yeah. He said, when a seed is naturally planted, those trees do not get uprooted, but mm. it's the trees that are planted over and over again uprooted or from a nursery right. are easily uprooted. Mm. I think once our roots get deep in Christ, right, it can be uprooted because yeah. we have the truth. And I know to this day, Brian knew what the truth was. He just did not grow those those roots yeah, right yeah and we're it's all a challenge for all of us in the midst of all of this and oh yeah jamie i just got a long letter from him and he was stating that he just he feels like he has all these things to share about god but he has no one to share it with and he's just gonna burst because he all the things that god's doing in his life and he said he's learning he's learning even in prison how great the christian walk with christ is like it's not salvation is Oh, that's okay. It's freedom from hell. But more so than that is like he gives us that relationship, right? As it's just like if you and I, you know, when we first started to become friends, that we went to dinner, had a good time, and then we talked once a year. And it's like, well, you're missing yeah. out on all that we could have had, right? Right, right, right. And now, I mean, it seems like it's been 15 years, but it's really been what three years, three, three and a half years, right? Yeah. Something like that. A little three over three years. Yeah. But there's a lot that's happened. I think it's the same, even more so with Jesus Christ, right? That joy, that mm-hmm. that connection you have. And um, and I'm grateful that Brian had that relationship with God. And I, people may say, I don't know, he, you know, he struggled, but I, I think there's a lot of evidence there for me to feel at peace that Brian Brian was a believer, and I, I yeah. believe we will see him again. Amen. For sure. Let's take our final break, and uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Pastor Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You can't change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom at Last is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addiction. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. Please join us. For more information, please visit us online at GetVictoryToday.com. That's GetVictoryToday.com. All right, we are back. 
And so we're going to wrap up here uh, shortly. What I want to do is just I want to kind of touch on a few verses here from Scripture, um, just some encouraging verses uh, for you, the listener, for, for the Christian who um, who is, you know, maybe in the, uh, you know, in the thick of it. You know, maybe you're, you're in a trial or maybe you're being tempted. Uh, maybe you have that besetting sin which you're dealing with. And I just want to give you some some encouraging verses here uh, as we as we conclude. Um, I'm going to start off with. Um, uh, Timothy six eleven and twelve, and I don't know if this is where you got your uh, your verses for stay in the fight or not, but uh, the six, Timothy, I think it's First Timothy, sorry, First Timothy six eleven through twelve says, "Fight the good fight of faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses." And, and it is right; it, it is a fight, right? I mean, there there's days. Yesterday, <laughs> I think I texted. I said, "Bro, pray for me. It's just been a day." Um, you know, and, 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 uh, it, it's just, we're in the thick of it. Uh, there's, it's spiritual warfare. There's, you're dealing with temptations. You're dealing with, um, just things of life. You're dealing with life. It's not always easy. It's not always, you know, roses and whatever. And sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not all that, all that bad, but uh, I, I guarantee you everybody, everybody goes through something at some point in their life. If you don't, you're not. You're on the devil's side. Yeah, not human, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're, yeah. It's, you're gonna get you know. attacked. Um, but but yeah. So so, so fight the good fight. It, it's a, and it says fight the good fight of faith. Hmm. Um, and it's that faith. It's hard, right? Because that's our that's our dependence and our trust in the Lord. And sometimes sometimes we don't see Him moving. Like we don't physically see it. And God's always working. He's always working in the background because He's sovereign and He's in control of everything. Um, but it's hard sometimes when you don't see it or you don't feel it. Um, because we're, you know, we're all sensory, you know, and uh, the karate kid, right. When he was doing all that work and then he didn't realize that he was training for a purpose and that all that stuff came back to help him. Right. All we see is the hardships of painting the fence and the pain, waxing, the pain, right? It's yeah. The pain. the pain. Yeah. And we don't realize, okay, it's, it's for a time. Yeah. And God's building us up to that point. You've been training. Yeah. You've been in training. You just didn't realize it. So here's another one, and, and Sasso, t- you, you touched on this one a little bit ago. Uh, James 4, 7, it says, submit, your, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I think, I think uh, you know, that was, that was kind of the hard part for, for, for Brian with regard to his issue, with his sin issue. It was hard for him to surrender and submit himself to God with regard to that. Hmm. Um, and, and then it says resist the devil, but then, then it makes it hard to resist the devil if you're not submissive to God or you're not obedient to God in some area of your life. Um, and then it says, resist the devil and he will flee from me. Well, obviously the devil did not flee from him because he was he not, resist he was not resisting him. Why was he not resisting? Well, he wasn't, that door was he wasn't open. obedient. Yeah. He had that door wide open. Um, so, so that's, that's uh, very, very important. And it's, um, it sounds like when you say submit or when you say surrender, it sounds like, well, I, I'm weak or I got to be weak or, you know, cause it, it sounds like has like a negative connotation to it. But it's the, it's the way God works. Because we he's, are weak. <laughs> he's our strength yeah. and our weakness. Amen. When we are weak, he is strong. Um, and then uh, Mark uh, 14.38. So this was a, this is a cool verse. Um, you, you got to uh, go to Israel uh, here recently, and you got to go to the Garden of Gethsemane where, uh, where Jesus prayed. And this was Jesus telling his disciples, watch and pray that you might not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the, weak, the, the flesh is weak. And it's true, our flesh is weak, but it says watch and pray. Watch. So we got to watch. We got to be on alert, right? Because the devil... I think I fell asleep there too, myself. <laughs> Praying. <laughs> I got to be honest. I fell asleep. You're tired. Oh, man. You guys, yeah. are, you guys are tired. It was the last day of the trip. <laughs> I was exhausted. I'm sorry. It's like you're speaking to me directly. I fell asleep. Oh, man. Keeping it real. But that's it, right? We got to watch, right? Because the devil's a, a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And then it says, "And pray," and, and that's and that's part of part of that relationship that we have with with the Lord. And it's an amazing thought. We have the ability to to pray directly to our heavenly Father. Um, you think about back in the Old Testament, and the, and the priests were the only ones that could do that. You know, they had the communication with God, um, but we have that direct communication. That veil was torn when Jesus died on that cross that veil was torn signifying naturally right signifying that we can yeah. come boldly before the throne what, what an amazing thought amen uh first peter um five eight and nine says be sober-minded and alert your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour resist him stand firm in your faith 
and in the knowledge that your brother that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And there's that that's a jam-packed verse there or verses I should say. Uh, first part be sober-minded. I mean that's uh, and that's I mean thinking in terms of Brian, I mean unfortunately that just he was not able to do that. He was not able to be that. And it says and be alert. Well, how can you be alert if you're not sober-minded? You know, how can you resist the devil? How can you see when the devil's attacking you? Because you're you're wide open to it. He you're has you right where he wants you're you. You're vulnerable. Hmm. Um, it says to to uh, resist him, standing firm in your faith. And again, it's, it's we're talking about faith. Uh, this is this is uh, trusting the Lord, having that dependence on Him, even though you maybe you can't see Him working at that moment. Um, and then it says, and no, in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering, you're not, you're in the boat with other people, the same boat. We're all in this, we're all in Noah's Ark or, or hopefully we are, yeah. uh, you know, those that are saved are right. Um, and, but so to speak, we're on the same, we're in the same boat and everybody's going through something, you know, I, I know there's, there's a lot of pain and suffering throughout the world through, through, uh, you think of our brothers and sisters in China and what kind of, uh, you know, ridicule and persecution they deal with. Um, today I was in, in Yuma <laughs> and I'm driving, uh, I'm driving to, to the memorial for my brother. And we see a bunch of protesters on the side protesting for Hamas. And I'm just thinking wow. to myself, <laughs> really like, you know, um, but anyhow, second Peter three seventeen through 18 says, therefore beloved, since you, <clears throat> excuse me, since you already know these things, be on your guard. Excuse me, so that you will not be carried away by the error of the lawlessness and fall from your secure standing, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and in the day of eternity. It says, Grow in grace, in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're not sober minded, if you're not alert, if you're not in that word every day, if you're not praying, how are you growing? And how can you grow in the grace and the knowledge? of our Lord and Amen. Savior. And that was it, right? When when Jesus was tempted out of the out of the wilderness for 40 days, what did he do? He 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 came back at Satan with the scripture, with the word. This is how he did his battle. And so that's something that we need to get inside of ourselves and sadly, I think there's just a lot of Christians that don't read their Bible. <clears throat> and I'm not perfect. I don't sometimes read it. There's there's days where I go without it. Um, I try to get in it every day if I can, even if it's a verse. Uh, I I've got a I've got a subscription to a really cool blog called Stay in the Fight, <laughs> and I get at least a couple verses a day, at least with that. I've got another uh, daily devotional that comes into my email, and I get a verse with that. Um, so I have no excuse. I have zero excuse. Um, but I know every time that I get into that word and I get into that Bible, I'm blessed, and I've, I feel like the Lord is present. I feel the Lord, and I feel the Spirit, and I know I know that He's there, and I know, and I can, I have that, that's where I have that peace when I, when I'm in fear or I'm in you know, anxious about something, I can go to that word, man, and I know that I'm going to I'm gonna have that peace. Well, and I think when you read the word and you dwell on the word, you meditate on the word, that's a way of escape that he's giving you, right? Because he's giving you the truth. Right. And I always pray, thy word is truth, right? And, mm-hmm. and he reveals himself through the word. And the way of escape comes through the preparations before the time of escape is needed, right? Right. And nobody prepares at the time of war they prepare way before the war begins so yeah. they're ready right and like you would say right you be ready so you don't have to get ready and that's the same thing here right when you read the scriptures when you memorize verses you are planning the way of escape already that he's going to give you in that time of temptation because he already knew the word right and he gave the word right at that time yeah and he gave the way and he escaped because he fought satan with his word and satan knows the word too satan tried to use it against him and he took it out of context and he right. fought back with them yep. and took the way of escape and showed us how we can be successful in defeating the devil with temptation as well. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, be prepared because you're preparing yourself. You're preparing yourself. Amen. It's like, uh, I think it was one of uh, Jim Tillotson's uh, uh, sermons. <clears throat> he was talking about being on the plane. He's like, yeah, nobody pays attention to the girl at the front talking about where your escapes are here, you know, and put this on. Well, nobody pays attention to that girl. Well, yeah, well, if you don't know where your escapes are, well... Oh, I don't know, man. You might burn or you might drown. I don't know if you go in the ocean, whatever. Good luck. Know where your escapes are, man. Um, So that's a good point. Uh, We'll wrap up here. I've got a couple more verses here. Uh, Galatians 5.24, it says, And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And that's that's it, right? We've... 
it's uh, it's like when we get baptized, we're, we're buried in the likeness of his death, uh, and, and we rise to, to life just like Jesus Christ, and the, and the flesh is crucified. And, and yet, we try to resurrect a dead man when we when we sin, when we mm. when we have that temptation, we succumb to that sin. We're re- trying to resurrect a dead man. We're trying to, I don't know, like Otis and Annie Griffith. Yeah, we're not we're not zo- yeah getting exactly. in that cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sin cell. He puts puts himself locks himself up. And uh, last verse here is uh, Deuteronomy thirty one eight, and I just want to encourage you with this verse here. It says, "It is the Lord who goes before you; He will be with you; He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed." And that's it. God is with you in your in your trial, in your Amen. testing, in your temptation. He's with you, and we just need to trust Him. We need to take that way of escape. Um, like I said earlier, we've got we've got two options, right? We 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 can not take the way of escape, and that leads to destruction, or we can take the way of escape, which gives us opportunity to trust and grow in our faith and trust the Lord. Amen. I 100% agree, Ben. I think that's a great way to end it. And uh, I guess the last question is: Will you take the way of escape? Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for listening. I know it's been a, it's been a while. Um, hopefully, we can get back on a, <laughs> on a more frequent schedule. I know life happens. We we. Um, we wanted to try to do this every couple of weeks and it kind of grew to maybe like once a month. And now it's, uh, I don't know when we have time, couple, right? Couple, two, it's, three it's, months. It's been, yeah. We're just trying to fit it in, but uh, I, I hope you guys stick with us. Thank you for, for bearing with us and being patient with us. We love you guys. Thank you for our, for your support. Yes. Thank you. Check us out on YouTube. Check out abundantlife.fm. Be looking for those, that sermon page. I'll have that posted here very soon. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. All right. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.